up, guys? It's the Alfred State Podcast. It's episode 92. 92? That's pretty impressive, right? Wow. We're yeah. just knocking on the door of 100. Well, you know, we're, we're a few... Uh, we, we've pulled ourselves a few weeks back, a few weeks behind. Well, we had some shit going on. You know, something like that. People were busy in this world. Creating things, making restaurants that don't exist exist. Holy it's, shit. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. What what an endeavor that was, man. It was, you just want to jump right into right. it? I mean, <clears> I, <throat> I, I think we have to. I still feel like I am, like, cleansing myself it of it anyway. Because it, it was... It's been a couple weeks. Boy. It doesn't feel like it. It still feels like it just happened like a few days ago. This it blows my mind. Uh, like I was following on Instagram that the like Austin movies is already done. Right. And I was like, ah, oh, but I still feel. Yep. yep. Like yep. I am in the middle of it. Yep. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, this is your first uh, uh, listen to the podcast. Um, John and I were part of a amazing team that. Um, brought movies, you know, the great um, fast food fictional place from all the Kevin Smith uh, View Askew Universe movies. Um, brought movies to St. Louis. Um, it killed it. Um, it. Sold it out. We were busy as hell. Everybody had a great time. Um, we were the fastest city to sell out yep. of all 11 cities they've yep. done. It was, and it was fun. It was fun. We, are the, we had the most dates of any other city. We had 12 fucking days. Yeah. Man. Austin had like five. Yeah. Yeah. We killed it. And I think they didn't even sell that out. No. Yeah. We did a, they did a great job. St. Louis, St. Louis did a great job. Yeah. The fans, the fans showed up. That's right. In a big, bad way. Big, bad way. But yeah, it was... It felt like Mardi Gras every day. Though, it was a party. Was it was a like, good party. Yep. Well, it was a party, but it was just... Boy, was it exhausting. The uh, no shit, right? Um, I was talking about this the other day with somebody too. Um, listen, I was listening to you know some in the grocery store or something, you know, just that random music type. But it was sure. just, you know, it was you know poppy music nowadays. Uh-huh. And I'm like, man, doing that movies thing. I love all the Kevin Smith soundtracks. And I can listen to them, but it all sounds like one big song now because it was only like yeah. an hour forty minute playlist that just when you're there for thirteen hours, you it's, it's just one big goes. song. Yeah. Um, I was hearing, you know, moose when I woke oh, up. Oh man! I was like, oh, the, the the great idea for the door. Fucking nightmare! If you gotta yeah. be out there and listen, they were in the kitchen. They'd have to hear it all day. Brutal. I think that was their plan. Brutal. Yeah, yeah. But was, it was still a lot of fun. I I went up there yesterday with Gibson because I had to pick up uh, some of the frame pieces that we had up there. Um, case of that CBD seltzer because sure, you know, yep. why wouldn't I yep. take a case oh, of that CBD got some seltzer? Back there. Yep. Um, and just walking in there again, just, I was like weird flashbacks. Like, Oh, holy shit. Yeah. I'll bet. What a weird, uh, what a weird, exciting adventure. Big time. Like big time. I was super excited to do it. I know we were like, it was so much fun planning and putting together and it was also really fun to do. It was, but it was, boy, was it a relief when it was, it was I mean, you know, I'm, I don't want to say I'm, I'm complaining, but you know, it's like, Oh, the, you know, the setup that went into it, but you know, I would get like. Dragon or whatever, but then like, all right, well, the setup is I'm I'm plugging in some Jay and Silent Bob fucking blow ups outside and tying them down, right. you know. So for the hassle that it may have been, it was still pretty fucking cool to be doing what I was doing, right? Um, so I'm not going to complain too much. Having said that, I don't care what you're doing. You're you're when you're at a location for 13 to 14 hours a day for 12 straight days, you're tired. You're right. tired, and it takes a while to like. I felt like I was like. I was, I was. I feel like I was part of the snap for 14 days, and then I came back because right. I had no idea what happened in the world. I was 100% removed from the world. Uh-huh. I didn't turn the TV on. We came back, and I'm like looking at baseball highlights. We hit Bryce Harper in the face. I'm like, <laughs> I didn't know about this. Like that would have been like all I talked about for three days. Right. Um, uh, which you know, hey, I, I'm not a Bryce Harper fan, but he handled that really cool. By the he way, he did, man. Very classy guy. I'm a fan now. Yeah, right. I I, I, re- I respect him much more than Absolutely. I ever did before. Absolutely. Um, but just like things like that, I'm like, how did I not know this right. happened in the world? And it's like, oh yeah, I was in, in a bunker, the movies void for 14 days, or even you right. know, with build out more or whatever it was. Who knows? But um, well, so I went back when I went back into work. Like I was just like, wait, what's going on? Like, what do I do here? Yeah, the, the world is still turning. Yep. Like I, it really just felt like being snapped out of like, existence like, for two weeks. All right, someone play Jungle Love. Right. Oh no, we don't have to do that now. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yep. It's like my voice was was completely shot. 
Yep. I just felt like garbage because I just ate cow tippers and cock smokers every yep. day, yep. all day. Which was another great thing. Like, you know, you'd get down, you'd be like, oh man, I'm tired. And then you'd hear someone yell, cock smoker, Prince Albert. You're like, okay, well, this yeah. is kind of fun. So, yeah, this I mean, is a good time. It's a good time. Yeah, it was just like a really, a really neat kind of a kind of experience. It's a like unique it, thing, it, right? It, it's nothing like right. I've I've ever been a part of before. Same here, same here. Um, and was thrilled to be able to do it. Yep. But it, yeah, it was when I was at DB's yesterday because Justin was working the day shift, so I went there to pick him up for right us there. to go sure. over to to Good Buddies. And as I walk in, Eddie was in the kitchen, and a an order came in. And it starts yelling, temper tots, temper tots. I'm like, yep. bro, yep. don't, right. yep. I, I can't, I can't hear it right now. Flashbacks too early. Right. Too, too soon. Too soon. That's right. Too, too soon. soon. Um, no, but I, I loved every second of it. Um, just the other day I shipped out, you know, the remaining few t-shirts I had left, shipped it off to Denver, I believe it was uh-huh. for the, you know, that brother pop up. Um, you know, so I still felt like I was a little bit a part of it. Like, yeah. oh, I'm still, okay, now it's done. Okay. Oh, it's done. Right. You know, but. Hoping, hoping to bummed. pull it off, uh, pull it off again next year. I think so. Um, <clears throat> if anybody can do it, we're going to be able to do it the best. Oh, absolutely. Well, I also, I feel like we we were we were able to really kind of iron out the kinks. Like now, there's right. just stuff that we know now. I will say this: they better give us Kevin and Jay. <laughs> just saying, I'm not making a threat or any of the demands. I'm just saying, we deserve it. To- Take take the flight to St. Louis. We deserve it. That's right. That's right. Someone can charter him a direct flight if there's nothing here for him. I'm, I'm telling you. Yeah. We deserve it. The, the the city needs you. That's right. That's right. They've made the call. They put yeah. the call out there. You need to answer it, the call. Yeah. They came out in droves. Oh, man. They sold everything you had. Right. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. So, speaking of coming out of the movie's void. Yes. Not only was it... Uh, that we couldn't podcast for two weeks because we were hung up doing that. Yeah. But also, like, took two weeks that it took a while to catch up on all of the killer content that has come out in that time. A lot of stuff. Holy shit, A lot man. of stuff. Um, did you finish up Falcon, Winter Soldier? I did. And? Oh. I thought it was wonderful. I, I enjoyed it. The, the ending just left it... I mean, obviously, they're going to do more with yeah. that. And I get that. But the, that's why I didn't feel like an ending. Yeah. It, it felt more like a first episode. It felt like an origin story. Totally. Yeah. But I also feel like I I think to some degree I really needed that for that character because like while we've had a lot of Sam and Bucky over the years, yeah. I can't say that I've been particularly engaged in either of those characters. You know, like I think they've both had their moments sure. in the movies that yeah. have been either really fun or really heartfelt or yep. like any number of those things. Yep. But I still feel like they were always just a vehicle to make the Steve Rogers oh, character sure. more Absolutely. more complete. I would agree with that 100%. Um so if I am going to buy either of them as the lead of an MCU movie, I needed this first. Okay. Like now yeah. I care about those characters in a way that I couldn't have before yeah. because they weren't playing second fiddle this time. Right. That now like if there's a Captain America four Which starring gonna be yep. starring Anthony Mackie, I am now really excited about sure. that movie. I agree. Whereas, like, if I they agree. just would have announced Captain America four starring Anthony Mackie, yeah, I wouldn't have been like bummed, but I also would have been like, oh, okay, no, I'll like, check it whatever. out. Whatever, right? Yeah. And um, now I feel very much along the lines of it, like, fuck yeah, I can't wait for that. It really made me want to see um, like the adventures of Bucky slash Winter Soldier, like him making the amends. Mm-hmm. Like that could be a whole show. Like each episode is, I don't even know what I'm saying. It doesn't matter. We have production issues all the time. Yeah. Um, New interface, guys. Yeah, yeah. All good. All good. It's going to be better and bigger than ever. Um, You know, the adventures of like, I said, Winter Soldier slash Bucky, like the first half hour is like, you know, when you see him killing Tony Stark's parents, he's like that, whatever. And then he's writing in his book, making the amends with this guy and then goes off to do the amends and as he's making the amends obviously like you know like the old incredible hulk show something happens to that family or mm-hmm. that dude and winter soldier has to step in and you know i don't know beat up the pimp or beat up the right. shitty landlord or you know whatever that kind of move um i don't know i i enjoyed 
Bucky as a character. For sure. Um, I just, I like the idea of the young old man, but that's a fun... For sure. You know. I agree. Which they, which they used a little bit with Captain America, but we don't get that anymore. So that's like... And they didn't use it... Comedically that much. Right. Except for well, like, it, you know, the like, guys in my, you know, he jumps out of the plane, you know. Um, the guys in my whatever, you know, the the singing group, uh, yeah. you know, that little stupid shit like that in the first Captain America. After that, they really didn't do much of that kind of. I feel like referencing because those movies required so much like heavy lifting. You you couldn't do that. Whereas in a show, you have room you to let that breathe. Totally. So I I think what what I'm interested in seeing is like we get another season of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, but it really is like the the Bucky show. Sure. And then, so it's really like Winter Soldier as the TV show. And then Captain America continues on in the movies. Right. So like, sure, Anthony Mackie will show up yeah. in the show, just like I would imagine uh, Sebastian Stan would show up in a Captain America movie. But I like the idea of continuing forward cinematically following... Uh, Sam Wilson, sure. Oh yeah, and sure, yeah. Yeah. and in the television realm, following Bucky Barnes. I still think at some point too. I think either be it Captain America four, Bucky and Winter Soldier. I mean, um, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier another season. Sam, I can see Sam getting hurt, Bucky taking up the mantle for a little while, just because sure. I, I can just see it moving and, then, and giving it back evolving. to him as he, you know, he, you know he. However, Sam gets hurt. Bucky's the the. Uh, Captain America takes out that guy who hurt Sam, gives mm-hmm. him the mantle back. You know, maybe the public doesn't know he was. Of course, they would look and see he's not black anymore. But you know what I'm saying? Just, sure. Um, I don't know. Just because you know the comic books did great um, with the story along those lines. I thought um, there's a lot they could take out of that. But I tell you what, I would <clears> like <throat> to see is the Isaiah show. Oh, sure, that'd be badass. Like, give yeah. me, give me a season of like Isaiah, young Isaiah, like doing. Being the well, covert Captain America, right there. That's one of the episodes for the Bucky Show. I mean, right. that's because they had a fight back in the day, in and he Korea. whooped his ass, all that kind of shit. Yeah. So, like, I, I right. but I, I want to see that as a full, I would love fucking that. show. Yeah, I want to see Isaiah as Captain America. Yep. yep. Yeah, it'd be kind of like a you know a badass Luke Cage in the fifties or Fuck something yeah. like that. You know what I mean? So, right. Yeah, that's I'd exactly d- what it would be. I would dig that. I would watch that for sure. And you could do so many interesting things with it because it'd be like it'd be one of the rare. Marvel properties that like because of where it exists in the timeline would kind of get to be its own thing. Right. Wouldn't interfere with anything else. Yeah. Like, you know, you'd be able to bring in Winter Soldier. Sure. Because they met in Korea. But other than that. Like you got like Peggy Carter and. um, Right. um, Tony Stark's dad. Mm -hmm. That's about it. Right. Yeah. So. And like that'd be, that'd be tight. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be a really fun. Yep. I love, um. What's the actor who plays Tony Stark's dad? He was in Mad Men and everything. Oh, uh, I, I can't think of his name. But I think he's great. I think, shit. especially as that character. Yeah, as Howard Stark, as the older Stark. Of course, in this one, I guess he'd be the newer Stark, uh, younger Stark, which would be um, um, the guy from Preacher. Yes, what the heck was his name? I loved him too. Yeah, um, I can't think of his name, but he was great um, in Preacher and as a young um, and as a young Howard, Howard Stark. Stark. Yeah, so it'll pop in my head. I mean, I, I like. I feel like I also love. How much it is setting up Thunderbirds. Totally. Like, oh, now we got introduction to the raft. Yes. Now we got uh, introduction to Madam Hydra. Yep. Like, we got US agent coming yep. out of this. Like, yep. and they're going to use, um, what's his name, a whole lot more, I think. Um, who was the, the big, uh, the bad guy who helped him out? Um, Zemo. Zemo, thank you. Um, Baron Zemo. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I think the fan reaction people got from him was they loved that character. Well, Daniel Bruhl just chewed the fucking scenery, man. Yep. Like, he he was one of those guys, like, just kind of, he was just kind of magic. Well, and he makes a great anti-type hero. Like, they did a good job in this kind of making his character a le- less hateable. Yeah, you know sympathetic I mean? like, to some degree. People are like, oh, forget, remember he killed the original Black Panther? No, yeah. no one's talking about that anymore. We'll talk about this over here. You know what I mean? So, which I get, but uh, they do a great job of kind of deflecting and making you... Oh shit! Okay, well, well, I think now, now you just understand the Dan- bear- dance, right? Well, you just understand now that Zemo is as as much as you may disagree with his methods. Zemo is a principled man, sure, which makes him sympathetic to well, some it, degree. It, it, it puts is, him right in the Wanda category, right? You know, like what I mean? he is so, acting on his principles. Right. That's right. You can agree with him or disagree with him, 
but they are resolute. That's right. And that makes him that makes him a more engaging character. That makes him more more complete. Yep. Yep. So moving along, would you like to move along to some Mortal Kombat? Mortal Kombat. I enjoyed the fuck out of that. Yeah, dude. I you know, I had no expectations. Um I well, my expectations were not high at least. I didn't, sure. you know. Um and I thought it was fun. I agree. Start to finish, it was exactly what it needed to be. Um, the story at least stayed together more than, you know what I mean? It wasn't uh-huh. like, wait, well, who is this person? And, you know, I wasn't like ever really confused about anything. It was very simple, obviously. Right. It was real straightforward. Um, but then it sets up, I think, for a fun, more rides down the down the road the, with other shit. The only, I get regret's the wrong word, but the, the only like nitpickiness that, sure. I, that I wanted out of it is like every sequence with Scorpion and Sub-Zero was so fucking engaging. Yeah. And the rest of it just wasn't. The rest right. of it was, you know, fighty-fighty, yeah. like like I wanted to see, which right. was fine. Right. But, like, I just found myself wanting, like, now I just want this whole movie to just be about yeah. Scorpion and Sub-Zero right. to right. set up this universe. Like, yep. Yep. you could create so many more sequels if well, it was just, like, this movie is yeah. Scorpion vs. Sub-Zero. Yeah. And then let that lead into the tournament and sequels. That um, that actor who played Scorpion, who's in tons of movies, mm-hmm. I do not know his name. He's fantastic in everything he does. Like his yeah. presence, or whatever you want to call it, is bang on palpable in yeah. everything. Like he, you, he is that character every time. And no matter what you see him in, I mean, you see him a lot as the samurai type character, but whew. He fucking nails it. There's a reason why you see that. Like he was, in, wasn't he in Westworld as one of the samurai characters? I didn't watch Westworld past season one. Okay, then you wouldn't have seen any samurai. I, I stuff. couldn't. Yeah. I started season he was, two I'm of Westworld, yeah. and like, I think I got like three episodes into season two, and was just like yeah. not as engaged the way I was the first season. And he, I just um, like season one of Westworld. I would put up there as like it is in that that really select group of shows that like produced a perfect season. Sure. Sure. Like, I think season one of Westworld is a perfect season of television. That. Yep. That, like, once season two, and maybe it was good, I didn't see the rest of it, but once I realized it wasn't perfect, I was like, nope, I'm just going to let season one live that's in fair. my head. Yeah, that's fair. As this wonderful piece of storytelling. That's fair. That's and I fair. don't need the rest. Yeah, that's fair. Totally fair. But that actor was also in the Marvel Universe, briefly. Ronan kills him. Really? On, on the streets there, as he's like a Akuza boss or something. Yeah. yeah. That little sword fight there when Black Widow's watching. Holy shit. That's you're him. right. That's, of course I'm right. God damn it. <laughs> a pop culture podcast, motherfucker. On episode 92, <laughs> you're goddamn... <laughs> you're goddamn right, I'm right. <laughs> the fact that you doubted me. Right. No, anyway. Um, no, but I, it, like once again, so I should know his name because I know... Mm-hmm. That'd be the movie. I'm like, oh, you were yeah. great in, um, you know... You were great in Endgame. Endgame or whatever it was, yeah. Um... Which he's probably making great residuals off that. Just that oh, I have thing. to think so. Anyway, um, what a fucking victory! What a no shit, right? What a win! Of course, when, when you get the call, you're like, you're going to be an end game. You're probably thinking, wasn't a twenty second scene, but whatever. You take what you get. <laughs> right. It is what it is. That's right. Um, so anyway, Mortal Kombat. I don't mean you know, there's not much to right. dive in. There's not like a deep story you want to get into on that. But I, you know, I love. It's one of those um, movies or shows too where I really didn't know any of the actors, the main actors and things like that uh-huh. and had no problem believing any of them were their character. You know what I mean? Like sometimes yeah. you only see a person as something else and he just pulls you out of it. I thought all these actors were great choices. Great casting. Yeah. <clears throat> I think my only... Like I, said, I I think... No. I, I read an interview so I understand this decision-making process now but I did bump into it a little bit. So like apparently... When they wrote it, they like wrote it planning on a trilogy. Okay. With the idea being this first movie is pre-tournament. The second movie is the tournament. Okay. The third movie is like post-tournament. Okay. Um, which logically does make sense. But I, I bumped into it a little bit to be like, this is a movie about a tournament and we don't get to the tournament. Sure. Like that's a little bit cart before the horse for yeah, me. Yeah. But again, like I'm not going into Mortal Kombat expecting killer storytelling. So it wasn't like this ruined it for me. But I, I bumped into it it's a like little bit. It's like if Karate Kid ended at the skeleton fight scene with right. Mr. Miyagi. Like, it's exactly what? what it is. Yeah. It's like I just kind of bumped into it a little bit. Yeah. Where I was like, eh. Um, like I, I understand where they needed to do fatalities and fights. So like... 
Which I did love how they did a couple of the fight scenes like on the bridge. So yes, it, was it looked like the game. Very cool, straight ideas. out of the game. Great stuff. And they, you know, they just went back and forth and like over top of each other. And, yeah, but it worked. It wasn't totally. cheesy. You totally. know, it was it was what it needed to be. And they set those two characters up to just be the brute guys who are just going to go headstrong uh-huh. anyway. So it all made sense in the, you know, you, you're accept you're. You're accepting certain things aren't real when you sure. decide to watch fucking Mortal Kombat in the first place. So Exactly. Like, there were things that I definitely would have liked to have seen done differently. Because mm-hmm. I do think, I maybe it's just the eternal optimist in me, but I genuinely believe there is, like, a really engaging, cool storytelling Mortal Kombat movie out there. I can believe that, I, yeah. I, I believe with that property... I think it's the Sub-Zero story. Right. Yeah. Like, I, like, I think with that property... You can do more than just fighty fighty. Sure. Even though the entire game is just fighty fighty. Right. And most people that are going there want to see just fighty. Of course fighty. you do. So right. like I, I, I don't think it's the bad choice. But right. there is there was enough moments in there that I was like, ooh, this you could make a really cool mythology out of this. Absolutely. If this whole first movie was just. Sub Zero versus Scorpion five hundred years ago. Right. Just the, yeah, the and opening you, scenes. Yeah, yeah, and you get that. That look into what the outworld is right. and all of this shit, right. and then, and then the second movie is modern day. Well, not only that, but you have you know they they there's a whole part in there towards the end, you know spoiler I guess um, you know when Scorpion comes back to fight mm-hmm. at the end you know I I mastered the underworld I'm like okay well I want to see yeah, that I want to see that, that fucking you know, movie I want to see Scorpion dominating hell now like that's what I want right. to see Bring that's that a that fucking on. tight movie hell yeah so. Um, yeah, there's lots they can do with all that. I mean, they, I think they did a good job of planting random seeds and random little things like that. That oh, mm-hmm. I could see a story popping out of that or whatever. You know, who knows? But I'm sure we'll just get Fast and the Furious ten and twelve. And <laughs> More Vin Diesel. All that shit. Yeah. Vin Diesel as Johnny yeah. Cage uh, in the sequel. Oh, uh, what else could ruin a trilogy? <laughs> More Vin Diesel. But I, I, I certainly think Mortal Kombat was, for the most part what i wanted it to be totally i'd put it right there with like godzilla versus i was gonna say just like the godzilla like me too this is what i wanted it to be it is an imperfect movie but it's fun as fuck to watch yep and like like showgirls (laughs) i don't know why that popped in my head i'm sorry that was terrible but it's just it's just it it is it is what i needed it to be yeah could it have been better certainly did it need to be I don't know if it better? could have been better, though. I'm telling you, the Scorpion vs. Sub-Zero movie could have been better. Sure, well, that could have been better, yes. But, you know, you don't get The Rock as a Scorpion King without the shitty Mummy movie first. Sure. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta, sure. you know... Um, because because you would say The Scorpion King is better than The Mummy? Than The Mummy Returns? Is that what you're trying... Is that the... I would. Is that the... I would. I would. Yes. The line you're trying to sell me right I now? I would. I'll do it. I'll fall on my sword on that one. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> This is your Val Kilmer moment. It's, how dare you compare those moments? They are it's not even the same sport, let alone the same league right there. That's, uh, that's totally different. Totally different. But no, I, I think it was... Speaking of... Uh, if you have, Do you have anything else on Mortal Kombat? I don't, know. Okay, because I have something else that kind of... Please. Uh, dovetails into that same thing. The other night, Libby and I were looking for something to watch that we hadn't watched before. Decided to watch New Mutants. Oh, nice. I have still have not given it the try. Um, it is what it needed to be. Okay, I figured. Um, I just knew it wasn't going to live up to the hype of five years or whatever. So I just but it kinda... wasn't. But the thing is, it also wasn't bad. And like a lot of like I, I it went through kind of the same turmoil that Dark Phoenix did. Sure. And Dark Phoenix was bad. bad. Yeah. Um, whereas like this movie, not bad. Like it was. It was entertaining. Not pause, pause. <laughs> Bad. Well, it, it's only flaw, and I don't even know that I would call it a flaw. Is that it is really, really rushed. It's only an hour and a half. Wow. It is paced tight. I bet they cut up like forty minutes. Then that's just, what I'm assuming. Yeah, I'm assuming yeah. is because it was delayed. Sure. They just cut it together yeah. to be as quick as possible yep. because, like, at an hour and a half, it's an enjoyable watch. Okay. Um, it's also, but it's also like there's no, is that a r- there's no room to breathe. Is that a PG thirteen? Or is it? An I R? would guess it okay. was PG thirteen. I thought it was PG thirteen. Yeah. Um, as I'm thinking back on it, I can't. 
I can't think of anything that would make it an R. I feel like at one point I started it and just paused it and then didn't come back to it. And I just forgot that I was watching it. So I need to... Yeah. I think I, I was get, only like 10, 20 minutes in and I paused it to do something. And, and You're already a third of the way through. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. That's like, it was definitely like, I didn't really give a shit about the characters because they didn't give me any time to. Sure. Like, it just jumped from... It just jumped from fucking moment to moment to moment. Um, which I... Libby and I both kind of bumped into. We were both sitting there like, oh, we're here now. Oh, okay, we're here now. Like, but that's that's what needed to happen to make it an hour and a half. Right. And I think the fact that it was an hour and a half made it much easier to like. Okay. Because it was like okay. it, it had some really it had some really cool moments. Never had time to drag on you. Right. So yeah. It it never it never had time for me to dislike it. All the characters you appreciate the story? Or yeah, they, you know, okay. I think so. Like, yeah. I think they all... I'll give it a shot. I mean, I was going to give it a shot at some point. I figured I would just catch it on TV and be pleasantly surprised. Right, it's, it's on it's... HBO Max right, right. now, which yeah. is why we watched it. Yeah. And Look at you with the HBO Max, right? I know, yeah. right? Yeah. But it, it really, like, I, I, I kept being like, I'll be damned. This is cool. Nice. Um, the, the kid from Stranger Things, there's the, uh, the boy who plays the older brother. Yeah. He's in it. Um... He does not do a great Kentucky accent. Okay. I could... So that was like watching it. He was just like really leaning into that Southern yeah. drawl. Yeah. That was like. Is he English? Huh. I don't know. Yeah. I, mean... I, I know he's not from Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> I'll fucking tell you that right now. Um, but I think Maisie Williams was really, really great as you would expect her to be. I would. Yep. Um, Anya Taylor-Joy was really cool as magic. Um, hmm. Uh, the the girl who played Danny, uh, was really good. Um, it it set up like Essex Corp and Mister Sinister in a cool way. Okay, that like all in all is like this this fucking is it, works. Is it in any way a bummer that you know nothing's ever gonna come out no. of it? Okay, that's the other thing. Like it set it up in a cool way, but I also don't feel like. I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything I feel for like it not building into a universe. That's what I feel it probably was cut the most was stuff that would have continued on or more than likely made a story out of something like so I they, didn't, they didn't leave open ended shit and they right cut like what was they definitely <clears throat> they definitely opened up Essex Corp and like set that up as a universal big bad okay but not so dramatically that I feel like. Oh fuck! I need to know where that story was going. Sure. Like, nope, it told me enough of it. Right, right. And I think that, like, and because it all takes place in that, um, like, asylum that they're in, it feels very self-contained. Okay. It feels okay. very much like I didn't realize it all took place in that. There, okay. Yeah, the the whole movie, like, okay. the opening sequence is on like Danny's reservation. Yeah, and it's like I don't know, maybe a four or five minute sequence, and then the entire rest of the movie takes place at the asylum. Um, so it just feels very much like very self-contained. Sure. You know, like, it, like it feels like I don't need, I don't need more of it to be fulfilled. Okay. Yeah, cool. But it also left it open enough that like, if there was more of it, I'm interested. Like, I think yeah, it, that's a solid review. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. Would, I would watch something like that. Like it, it, def, it did again what I needed it to do. Totally. Yep. Like my, if I. Is it better than Wonder Woman 84? Yes. Then I'm in. A hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. That's all I need to hear. Yeah. I sat through that thing. Right. And that was like two hours and 20 minutes long. I know. This is an hour less, bro. Yeah. This is... Way too much. This is like a long episode of TV because that's the world we live in now. Where I get... The whole... The runtime's like 85 minutes. Like, fuck, dude. You're in and out. Yep. Yep. It's... It's funny you say that. I was thinking that... This is one of those shows... I've talked about it before and I know you'll make fun of me so I'm not going to talk about it but the season finale was the other day but it was, you know, that Mayans MC show. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know why I, you know, I'm not a fucking biker. I don't care, but I, it, your sons of anarchy. It's something ass. totally different that I could, you know, it pulls me away from reality. But the season finale was like an hour 40. Mm. Like, damn. Which, but it didn't drag That's on me. That's a fucking movie. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, I didn't mean to, to change the topic there. I apologize. But no, uh, there, like, there really wasn't, there really wasn't much else there. Like, uh, it's just, it's, it's good performances. It's a fun, self contained. Um, and it was cool that it is more of a, more of like a suspense thriller. I don't, I don't want to call it horror, but it has, I mean, yeah, it definitely has yeah. horror inspiration well, there, just, but it, it, it taking felt, place in an asylum is going to give you a dark right. feel. So, but it, it felt very different 
from what we've come to like a song expect in the well it, it felt very different than what we come to expect from the superhero oh genre. superhero sorry yeah. and that was that was neat to me totally. it was cool yeah. to be like oh all right like i see what you're doing and cool. it, like yeah. it was it was fucking spooky at times and it was not it was not altruistic heroism okay at any point okay. like yes these are mutants with superpowers but the whole thing is a story of just them trying to survive a situation. So they're not trying to save anyone. Okay. No, and there's not some huge universal threat, which is like what we come to see from superhero movies. Right. It's just like, it's self-contained. It is, here is fucking five teenagers trying very hard to survive a harrowing moment. Right. Um, and that that works for me. Like I'm that, in for that, that, yeah. That's the kind of story that... That works, I think. A couple other little things I had on my list. Trailers, teasers. Mm-hmm. Got a little Venom trailer, <sighs> a little Masters of the Universe teaser. Not you know, mm-hmm. Some images. Um, did you see the Stranger Things trailer? I didn't. It, I saw that it was released, and then I, I just kind of like... It doesn't give you much. Okay. Um, mostly, did it give us a release date? Uh, I did, if it did, I did not write it down. Okay. So I, which makes me think no. Right. Um I feel like it just said coming this summer, one of those type things. But I'm not okay, 100%. so soonish. Then, I think it's soonish. if it's, if it's yeah. the summer, um, this is good. There's two trailers. Both were like you know, kind of the same thing, different viewpoints. Okay. One was you saw Papa, um, Matthew, um, uh, Modine, Matthew Modine. Is that who it was? Like the doctor who kind of created Eleven, or was the doctor at? The, oh yeah, yeah. Was that Matthew Modine? Right. Yeah. She called him Papa or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, he's walking into a clinic and says, you know, oh hello children, and you hear a bunch of kids going hello papa so there's tons of them um there's one where he's you know there's just like a flat just like his voice as it it pans in slowly to um a door there's just 11 on it Uh um, which is him talking about from past seasons you know you you know you can't you know get rid of me all the kind of creepy shit but then there's one that flashes real quick to um hooper and fucking russian siberia prison like just outside shoveling the snow kind of cool. shit. So um, it's very 80s again. I love it. Yeah, love man. It. So I'm, I'm pumped for that. I think, Fuck I mean. Yeah. Stranger Things is the only reason that I'm really excited about Netflix at all. I put on Netflix and I scroll through there and I just cannot find no, anything nothing. new. I, I mean, I got lots of stuff on my list that I've watched many, many times that I'm happy to still have on there. But I'm not finding any new content whatsoever that's pulling me in or anything. Actually... As I as I say that out of the same mouth, I did watch something on Netflix like a week ago. Yeah, that I fucking adored. Um, new cartoon called The Mitchells vs the Machines. Okay. Um, family movie, so we watch it like family movie night with the kids. It's uh, Danny McBride. I like it already. And I forget the rest of the voice. Conan O'Brien voices a robot in it. Okay. And Beck, uh, Beck Bennett, and fuck, like it. It's but it's made by the same people that did Into the Spider-Verse. Okay. okay. And the whole movie is like this family, the Mitchells, um, surviving a fucking robot apocalypse. Okay. So it's Mitchells versus the Machines. And I went into it like, oh, okay, this will be a cool kids movie. No, I fucking loved it. It It is easily, at this point, in my running for... it. it I'd be surprised if it doesn't end up at the end of this year in my top 10 movies for oh, 2021. Wow. Okay. Like, really fucking cool animation style. Really great storytelling. Yeah. Like, really heartwarming, but also very, very funny. Like, it was goddamn great. I did try... It's on Netflix. I only got... It's a series. Have you tried Jupiter's Legacy yet? No, I haven't. But it is Mark Miller, who I do like. Um, I was... 15 minutes in, and I fell asleep. Really? I don't know if that, you know, I'm not going to judge it right away. A lot of, you know, a lot of time, I think, build up. Sure. But it was very, just a regular old drama series with people in cosplay, it seemed to me. You know what I mean? It wasn't okay. very, I don't know. It just, I don't know. Didn't do anything for me yet. I'll, All right. I'll, I'll watch the first episode. I'll see what, you know, I'll go through it, maybe give it a couple of shots. But 20 minutes in, I was not impressed. Huh. Yeah. Having having said that, I could have been under the influence. I don't recall, but 
having said that, I didn't even bother giving it a shot, so I'm not going to be... I, I didn't fall asleep through Invincible, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Too many heads exploding for that. Fucking great show, man. you got to start watching that show. It's, it's, uh, I think there's only eight episodes this first season. Such a great show. Yeah. Such a great show. Oh. Classic Kirkman. Just absolutely. It, well, I mean, yeah. 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 But it's a great story, too. I mean, I. Okay. You, you probably didn't read any of the books, right? Nope. Um, and I don't want to spoil anything, but, well, I won't. But you should just watch it. It's, it's fantastic. Okay. But, or do you want me to spoil a little bit? Uh, I've, I think I've had enough of it spoiled. Okay. Like, I, I kind of know. I know where it's going. Okay. Okay. Do you? Uh, yeah. I listen to too many podcasts. So Fair I've, enough. No. Nope. And it's one of those things that like I just didn't. Die. But you know, I don't know what it is. I just. I same. Re- I never did. I didn't do season two of the boys. Which you're missing out and, on, right and there. not. Yeah. And I enjoy. I say that as a person who enjoyed season one. Yeah. Um, but I am just. I am such a pussy when it comes to fucking heads exploding and shit like that. <laughs> That you, I, even the animated, even the animated. Okay, well, like then, when it, when well then I apologize. I didn't and I, know, and I appreciate like the good storytelling in it. Uh huh. But it's also, and it's not something that I like go out of my way to avoid. But it's also not something I go out of my way to jump into. And I think, I, know what you mean. I think the kind of extreme. It, it's what kept me away from Walking Dead. Sure. Um. It's what's stopped me from season two of the boys, yeah. and it's what pre- has prevented me from Invincible, but yeah. not like in a. It's not in a way that I'm like, oh, this is unacceptable. It's just in a way that it just right. doesn't. It 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 just, just doesn't trigger something that just turns you off a little bit. Yeah, yeah. 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 It, 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 I'm straight up not having a good time, bro. Yep. Yeah. It's the same way, you know. It's really hard for me not to turn the channel when Feel the Dreams comes on and they try to have a catch. I mean, right. it's an emotional. Right. I don't night. need that. I, right. I, I don't need right. that. I know in my what's life. happening. I'm clicking. I come back when the catch is over. Right. Right. It's a, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. It's like I'm I just. I don't. I don't I'm need that part. And what's weird about like my taste? I horror movies for the most part. Gore movies. I, it's not my thing. I don't yeah. get into it. But um, I don't know if it's just Kirkman. Maybe I just got a thing for him. Apparently, but Walking Dead, I still love. Yeah, Invincible. I always loved. Um, you know, there's little things, but I'm trying to think what else that would be considered gory that I really get into. Not, I guess the boys I loved, obviously. Yeah. Um, Preacher was great. You know, I, I guess I this, but I don't. Preacher's not overly gory though. I yeah, the book say. was pretty gr- gross. Yeah, yeah, and then towards the end of this, did you watch the whole the whole thing? I did not. I watched the first season. Oh, it got it got rough. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I, for people got upset with with like ass face on TV. It it got even worse. <laughs> I can't believe that's what the people got upset about. And then that show was it was terrible. Um, anyways, um, I, yeah, I don't know why my tastes. Maybe it's just if it's when it's presented as more of a drama on TV. Maybe it's more shocking to me because I'm not expecting that on, you know, on AMC back until recently. Sure. Maybe that's part of it. Maybe I'm just. You know, I'm, I can see that. Um, you know, when you go to see the saw, I almost said the saw like an old the person. Saw. When you go to see saw, you kind of know what's coming. Obviously, you, you right? Know, you know what you're paying your money for. When you're flipping through, I mean, I knew what Walking Dead was, but I didn't know what they were going to do on basic cable. Sure. And they did a whole lot more than I'd ever seen before. Well, AMC really kind of they set the standard. Came, for came out of, of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was like they were doing. The, really, I feel like they came out of nowhere with like. Breaking Bad and Mad Men. Sure. And then all of a sudden they jumped into the comic book world and it was like, whoa. All, all hand. Yep. What the fuck? Yep. AMC, where are you coming from? Yep. What the fuck's going on here, yep. friends? Yep. Which you're great, trying to be showtime. That might be another reason I like Invincible because when you watch it, pretty much the entire cast is people from the Walking Dead universe, Fear the Walking Dead, like all those people uh-huh. do voices. Um, well, not just. I mean, John well, Stephen Yen is the yep. lead. Uh, John Hamm's in there is one of the random mm. characters. You know, not every episode, but he's in there. Um, uh, J. Jonah Jameson is Omni Man. Yeah, J.K. Simmons. Dude, he is great. That is the what a great he is voice, great man. In everything. Oh, that's one of those guys. Like you watch him on this show, and I know he's like a sixty-five-year-old man or whatever he is, but yeah. You watch him do this, and it, oh, the voice just works perfect What's for this guy. Him in anything. I just love in the him. mustache. Dude, he, is what uh, it is. Season four of Veronica Mars, mm-hmm. like when it did it, it did its comeback tour like two years ago, uh, he plays um, kind of a, a mystery intrigue character. Like you can't tell if he's 
the bad guy or not, kind of yep. the whole season. Yep. And he just fucking nails it, man. Yep. Like, I, it, it's no mystery to anyone listening to this. I love Veronica Mars. Sure. I always have. Yeah. But, those, but like, season four fucking crushes it with J.K. Simmons. Like, he comes in, it's just like, ooh. Nope. Look at you just still being you. Right. But, you know, it's a perfect J.K. Simmons he's, role. Right. That's one that like he you're he's not gonna shock you no. when you watch it. You know what you're getting. But he's yeah. just he yep. just nails it. He's always smooth and it's yeah. Just, oh. He's just wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if um I mean I'm not gonna say he's like the next um you know Morgan Freeman or um you know that yeah. but that voice is you know, but he's doing a lot of the it's commercials iconic. and things like that. I could see him just just rolling, rolling into it. Oh, voice! Just, just dude, stay in use there. that voice, man. Yeah, it's, just it's, use oh, it up. It's, it's gold. It's gold. Venom trailer. Oh, so tight. Pretty good. I'm super excited for that. I'm all in on. But, um, it. I was and, texting my cousin. I, I sent him the video as soon as it came out because, like, my, my cousin Ryan, who's one of the guys that got me into comics and everything forever, mm-hmm. Venom has always been his guy. Sure, like. He is a fucking dyed-in-the-wool Venom yep. guy. So I texted him that, and he was like, holy shit, dude, the day it comes out, I buy tickets, you and me are going together. Fucking A right, nice. buddy. Nice. Woody Harrelson looks badass. When is Woody Harrelson not? I will pay to see anything Woody Harrelson I'm going to say this, and this is not intended to be a, hey, make this the title of the podcast type line, <laughs> but is there any such thing as too much Woody? Ah. There's not, right? I mean, no. the more Woody, the better. He is just... In, in Wonderful. It, I was thinking in anything. Have you ever watched a Woody Harrelson flick TV nope. show and be like, ah, you need to cut cut some of that Woody out. Never. Too much. Never too much Woody. Never. Never too much Woody. In like, any, oh, he's great in everything. And it's also like, again, as as a huge Cheers fan, watching Woody Harrelson in Cheers, I never would have imagined. Like he was, he's fucking awesome sure. in that show. He's yes. great. But I never would have imagined what he would have become. Right. He was the cheers. biggest star to come right. out of Cheers, and like continues to be. Yep. yep. Like, and people forget he's and got just, a stamp and on like all kinds of wide stuff. and right. varied roles. Right. You know, like right. he's not. He was super funny in Cheers. Right. And he has not just always been a funny guy. No. Right. He still does funny real well. Yep. But well, well just in um, what was that uh, HBO um, crime show he was in? Um, True Detective. True Detective. That was not funny. Right. I mean. Fucking Woody Harrelson can bring it when he needs to bring it. But uh, what was it? I was texting with my cousin the other day. He he had like come across on cable. What was it? The either No Strings Attached or Friends with Benefits, whichever oh, sure. one. You know those. The, oh, he plays the gay guy. With, yes, yes. The, the, yes, the gay magazine. That's Friends he, with Benefits. Like, yeah, he, Justin he, Timberlake. Yes, yes. He he texted and about the great it. He was, like, he was like, "Holy shit! I just watched Friends with Benefits, and yeah. I forgot Woody Harrelson was in it. Great. And he's so fucking funny." Yep. I was like, so shit, good. I gotta go back and revisit that yeah. movie. He's hilarious. He's hilarious. He's oh, he's great. He's Woody Harrelson. He's right. Woody. He's just perfect. Perfect. I mean Yeah, him as Carnage, I am oh, fucking stoked yep. to see. It'd be great. Um I mean, yeah, I'm really excited for that. I mean, the trailer was you know, a great trailer, which all these things have great trailers, let's be honest. I mean, what do we got? Oh yeah, Woody Harrelson up on the wall. Natural born killers. You need some Woody in your life. Always. Yep. Yep. Oh, it's winter. But I watched the other day that had Woody Harrelson, um, well, everything. But uh, oh, White Man Can't Jump was on. Watched a little classic. bit of that. It's classic. No matter where you come in in that, there's great lines. Mm-hmm. It's oh, so good. It makes me wish Wesley Snipes would do more stuff too. Right. Especially after um, Coming to America. Did you watch that yet? I didn't. It's not great, but Wesley Snipes is pretty funny. Wesley Snipes is Wesley Snipes. He really Snipes is. Snipes going to do Snipes things. Oh, I wish they would do another White Man Can't Jump because that'd be great. Yeah. Oh, anything. But. More Woody. Just give me more Woody. Speaking of trailers, did yep. you watch the the Marvel like Return to the Movies trailer? I did. I did. Oh my god! Yeah. A little bit of the um, the Stanley voiceover yep. just got me all in my feels. A little but then, Eternals yeah, teaser right there, teasing yep. Eternals, yep. giving us the title of Wakanda Forever. Yep. yep. Which I think is the right move. We get some more Ant Man. I am I am excited about Black Panther two, but there's part like and. and it, it's an impossible task. It is right. It'll be it, an awkward one. It's one that can't. It it can't be. It can't be what it was originally intended to be. Sure. And it has to. Like I'm. I'm nervous about Black Panther too. Sure. Because it has to be a tribute on some level. Right. Right. It has to be a tribute on a big level. Right. But it also has to carry a lot of weight. Right. And continue a story. Like. Yeah. 
Black Panther is arguably the biggest character still in play in the Marvel. You, you know, like that's fair. Yeah. You don't have Iron Man. Yeah. You don't have you don't have Steve Rogers. Right. right. Like you've got Ant Man. You've got Sam Wilson's Captain America. Kind of got Spider Man. You've got yeah. You've got Spider Man. So you've got. But Spider-Man is still in that right. Sony thing, Absolutely. so you don't know how much weight you can carry on him. Yep. And then you've got, you know, you've got Thor, but it's going to be the Natalie Portman Thor. Like, right. that's going to be kind of right. in its transitional phase. Hulk can't carry a movie. Right. You know? So, like, yeah. you like you need Black Panther to do a lot of heavy that's lifting. That's true. Yeah. And so to to advance the plot in a meaningful way and be the tribute that Chadwick Boseman deserves... Is going to be a very challenging yeah. fucking balancing yeah. act. Yeah. And yeah. Ryan, Ryan Coogler has crushed everything he's ever done. I don't doubt him. Yeah. But that is just a really tough position to be in. That is a hard, you know, because I, I feel like, and maybe this is, well, it's definitely at least partly wishful thinking, but I, I do think there's enough evidence that the original version of Black Panther 2 would have been like Submariner as a villain. And that's a big way to introduce um mutants. Sure. You know, you like you have the Dora Milaje, she has the she has the line in Endgame like, oh, there's this disruption in the in the Pacific. We're gonna go investigate. Right. Like it hinted toward that. I think Submariner as a as a another kind of isolated king. Yep. I, I think there's some really interesting stories to be told between him and and T'Challa and how they are essentially two sides of the same coin. Right. They are they are two men with very similar challenges that address those challenges in very different ways. Like I think there's a really fucking cool, compelling story there. Yeah. Um and naturally we don't get that story. We, we probably won't which, get that story. Yeah, well we, we like get a version of it, but yeah. Sure. Yeah. And like and again, I I think ex- I don't think there's a right way to handle this. This is not me criticizing right. Marvel's decision-making process or Ryan Coogler one bit. Like, that is a fucking impossible position to be it's in. It's more questioning God. <laughs> I'm saying. Why would you do Why this? Why would you take yeah. Chadwick Boseman? What a fucking gift yep. of a human being. Yep. Yep. Um, Could have given you a list of 20 but, to 30 more people. Right. <laughs> Sorry. But, no, it is. It's an impossible journey or impossible task to... Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm real... Interested to see what Wakanda Forever yeah. is. I can't remember. Did we talk um, the Batman trailer at all or teaser? Have we talked about that? Has that been out? Oh, Ryan Patterson thing? The Patterson new one? Thing? Yeah. There's a new one? I remember the one that came out during... I can't remember when the hell it came out. There was one I'm that saying. came out... Uh, was it before we did? Like last year or like in the in the fall that was like came out of the... The DC we'll Thunderdome or whatever okay. the fuck they called it, like the DC Con. Oh yeah, that Fandom thing. Fandom. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. There was the one that came out of that, and I haven't seen Thunderdome. You wrestling watching motherfucker. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Um, I'll have to double check on that because I can't remember. If, I mean, I, I don't remember the one that being... opens with the fucking duct tape ripping. <sighs> I'm fucking blanking now. Oh, dude, that trailer is so tight. Yeah, I'm. That, that was probably it. That was probably it. I felt like there was something newer came out, but I could be wrong. I'm so stoked on that movie. Yeah, I'm excited for everything. It. Me too. Which is kind of good. I don't want right. to dwell on it. Um, but I also like it's also so far away. Isn't that shit like next July? I think so. Yeah, some yeah. shit like that. Yep. Um, once but again, there is. I, I saw this and I had to write it down because it's fantastic and it's not Vin Diesel related. Wrestling related? Well, I got that down here. Oh, okay. Um, there is a pay per view tonight, but you know, no big deal. Oh, good, good, good. Um, you know, they keep going back and forth with Ben Affleck doing more Batman stuff. Sure. Blah blah blah. Looks like they've they're doing an Arkham Knight HBO Max series. Really? Yes. I didn't hear about that with with Affleck with with the Batfleck. No way. Yeah, I like that idea. Okay. That way, it's you know, it's short, but it's still, you know, six hours. You know, yeah. it's a TV show. It won't feel like you did a big old movie. It's a fucking but limited series. Totally, totally. So I, I love that idea. That can set in its own universe very much easier than the movies can. Well, it's, I I think DC is is better for just embracing their multiverse and just doing not really things that connect anymore. Mm-hmm. Just do, just do cool stories. Yep. And like, I agree. Oh, if this story features Wonder Woman, yeah, bring in Gal Gadot. Like, right. It doesn't matter what the continuity is. Right. Just 
just bring her over. Right. Oh, this one, this one calls for a Robert Pattinson Batman, and that one calls for a Affleck Batman, and this one calls for a Robert Ke- or Michael Keaton. Right. What, whatever. Right. Like, okay, right. just yep. do it. Yep. Like, because I, I, I think Marvel has just done such a perfect job of building a straight cinematic continuity that you just don't you don't need to compete with it. Right. Cuz like you you can't do what they did for the sole reason that you you've started and restarted too many times. Like there is no yep. there is no building that now because you've already started something else. Right. Embrace the something else. Right. Like Oh, you're giving me this new Suicide Squad movie that's kind of like the other Suicide Squad movie. It's not really a reboot and it's not really a sequel. Awesome. Right. Great. Just right. make a, just make a fun movie. Right. Like it's just I, I always feel like it, it's something that's so silly to me to think like so what Marvel's done is is, the, is this great cinematic universe, mm-hmm. but it kind of undermines what is great about comic books, which is you can just pick up any issue at any point right. and roll. And roll, right. And, like, that's what DC needs to do now. It's like, you are just making issues. You're making right. story arcs. Right. And if, if you, you don't really need to shoehorn them together. That's right. Like, I, I loved reading uh, the Scott Snyder run from when they did New 52. Um, I didn't give a shit about the rest of the DC universe at that right. point. Right, So the, And they never really shoehorned in a whole bunch. Like, yeah... Batman was in the Justice League and doing Court of Owls at the same time, and it didn't matter. Right. And like that's that's what you're fucking that, that's what right. you need to fucking do in the that's movies. Right. Is like, ah, oh, cool, man. I think this guy would be a great Batman. So for today, he's Batman. Right. Totally. And I'm with that. you know what? If he's not next time, that's okay. Yeah. Or if someone else becomes Batman, then we bring the other guy back. Like, whatever. Right. Just fucking embrace it, man. Like, you. just make cool fucking movies for yep. me. And I don't give a shit what the continuity is. I think that's where DC missed an opportunity to kind of brag on themselves. Like, DC did, you know, Arrowverse and Flash. And they did a pretty good job at it the first few seasons. You know, totally. You know, they, totally. they were great at telling more, those stories on a smaller, episodic basis. Big time. M- more comic book-like. Big time. And I think they should have ran more with that. And totally. they, tr- they tried, but they, they, they tried with... Far out their characters. They didn't try with any, you know. When you do Legends of Tomorrow, you're kind of giving up on just, you know, maybe just do the Atom or just do, you know, do somebody. Right. When you start doing big ensembles like that, when you only have like two shows, I don't know these people. No one yeah. gives a shit about these people. So, yeah. you know. Um, but the, I still watch the Flash. I still record the Flash. I, you know, is it the best it's ever been? No, because it's in like what episode or season, season seven probably. Right. And it's just once you go past. I feel like one in a in a show like that on like base on network TV. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like once you get past season four, if you're lucky, season yeah, five, right, right, you're I, and I'll be honest, I was beating a dead horse. I was, like, I, I, I was think dragging, the only thing that can go longer than five seasons is a sitcom. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. I was dragging on them. Um, the crossovers are always fantastic. That kind of usually brings yeah. me back in. Um, so I've you know the last one they did was like what a year ago with that um, Christ on Infinite Earth. Yep. Did a great job with that. Um, you know, and I think they just needed to brag on themselves about that. Yeah. Hey, you know, hey, you love the new Falcon Winter Soldier? Cool. We've been doing Arrow for 15 years over here. Right. You know, we did, we did you know, we know what we're doing. Watch this shit. Or, yeah. Or put something on a network. You know, you tried your DC platform. It didn't do anything. But make some DC shows like that. Well, so Doom Patrol has done, they have, done well. It has, yeah. Yep. Titans has been yep. up and down. I it mean. has, yeah. I mean, uh, Swamp uh, Swamp Thing had a good... Swamp Thing um, was fucking tight. People loved it, but they just didn't catch on as far as... I don't know if they were going to do that or, or not. I've heard they were going to redo the whole thing, but... Swamp Thing was such a casualty of its platform. Absolutely. Like, the yeah. fact that that launched on the DCEU app is such a shame. Yep. Yep. I mean, they tried to bring it out. They put yeah, it they on... Yeah, they put it on CW last they, year. You know, I think it got a good response, but yeah, it was fucking great. But it got it no, awesome. it had no mark. I didn't know it was coming out until like the day before. It got right. no marketing, got no push. So it was just right filler on the you know right. It re- was it reruns, was, and we put this out. Right. It was oh, we haven't been able to film things because that's, of COVID, that's so true. this right. exists, that's right. and not that many people have seen it yet. That's right. So let's just release it. But then it was also, it also felt kind of weird because like because it was built for the DCEU, yep. the run times were all different. 
Yes. So yeah. it was like... 40 minutes here, uh, right? Yeah. yeah. Th- th- this episode, we're going to use commercials and make it an hour. This yeah. episode, we're going to do very few commercials, yeah. and it's going to be an hour and 15 minutes still. Right. Yep. Like, it didn't fit the network platform. Absolutely and not. it was like, right. we just have to, like, bleep out cuss words. And, like, yep. it just felt... it. It was very clearly not designed for that. It was, but it was really fucking well made. It reminded me of like when I was a kid, and you know, some R-rated movie would come on TV, and the way that it was just chopped up or whatever. Like, yeah. oh, here's you know, just a whole scene to be gone. Like, wait, I'm pretty sure he told someone to go motherfuck himself in that scene. What just happened? Yeah, they just cut the whole scene out or whatever. So, right. Yeah. And the, the disappointing part of it is like because they sold it to CW to like advance it that way. It doesn't get to live on HBO Max right now. Right. And like, I watched it on CW and enjoyed it, but I think I would enjoy it more if I got to like dive in on an app sure. and see the unedited versions, sure. like see it as it was kind of intended to be seen. Yep. And I don't get that opportunity, yep. but the rest of the DCEU app it's gets to be there. Like, it, it's just like, yep. come on, work, work out some sort of fucking deal. Right. And a bunch of the CW shit is on HBO Max, so it's like what, what? what? I don't get it either. What, what is what like is the lo- fucking what is the weird what? fucking hangup? I know, I know. Um, like I know, like Adult Swim's on HBO Max, and I keep looking for random shows that are on there. You know, but they had endless. They had all these streaming deals with Netflix. Totally. And with, so you, you know, know, it's like you go to hunt something down. Like, nope, it's not there. But you know, god damn it. Anyways, it'll yeah. be out there somewhere. Um, yeah, well, maybe, can... maybe not Swamp Thing. That might be a done deal. Oh, fuck. That's just that's such a shame. Like Swamp Thing is such a cool fucking character. Yeah. And there's so many cool things you can do. Like there's yep. so many different types of story that you can tell with Swamp Thing. Well, and he can exist by himself and then every now and then help out the group sure. or whatever. You know, he doesn't sure. need um He doesn't own... need major crossover exactly. potential. Right. But he still can be if you right. really want it. Well, something. you can tell such different stories with that type of character. So what else you got, man? Anything? I'm trying to think. What else have I enjoyed? Oh, you know what I did really fucking love? Um, we are now three episodes into The Bad Batch. I haven't. I watched the first episode. That, that one that was like an hour and ten minutes? Yes. I am so just in love with what they are doing with Star Wars in a non-cinematic realm. Yeah. Like, I feel like the... The sequel trilogy definitely had its disappointments. Sure. Um, that really, more than anything, come from just kind of lack of overall architecture. But they gave Favreau and Filoni TV universe. And, like, you can tell that they are carefully plotting out where things go and where oh, and sure. they, they have a vision. And, like, that makes all the difference. Definitely. I'm so interested to see. What they do with this Omega character, um, seeing the um, kind of the clone troopers evolve into stormtroopers, yeah, is really fucking neat. Yeah. Seeing the evolution of Moff Tarkin, like starting as an admiral, like I, I am just stoked, and I think it's going to do a really cool job of setting up the uh, Kenobi series. I can see that. I think this is going to give us. I think this is going to introduce a lot of things. They're going to be like, oh, that's a cool idea that are then going to be paid off in Kenobi. I like it. And I am I am stoked for that. Yeah, I'll probably, I'm hoping to watch one more episode of that today um, just to start getting caught up a little bit. So. Well, I mean, the, the first one was like over an hour, but the next two were each 25 minutes. Oh, okay. Like okay, it's, it's, it, it goes, okay. that pilot like does a lot of heavy lifting to set shit up. Yeah. But then it just becomes a regular okay. thirty okay. minute show. Okay, that's easy so, to take in. Then. Yeah, it's okay. it's real easy. It's real easy to consume, and cool. it's just really, really fucking well done. Cool. I am. I love. It's cool to love Star Wars that much again. Well, just to have new content again is like is awesome. Yeah, on a consistent basis. But like, I feel like <clears throat> Mandalorian. Mandalorian really captured my imagination the way Star Wars did when I was a kid. You know, like, the sequel trilogy, I I enjoyed, I still will rewatch those movies, and I, I dig them, but they don't, they don't capture my imagination a ton. The original trilogy, 
did. The prequel trilogy, for all its flaws, did as well. Um, the sequel trilogy just kind of felt like just a regular old space movie, like kind right. of kind of whatever. Like right. okay, um, but what they've done with Clone Wars and Mandalorian and Bad Batch is like you are back to like really capturing my imagination. You are back to making me feel a thing, and that is fucking cool. To yeah, me. like absolutely. that's that's so exciting to be like. Oh, I get to play in the sandbox again, and here's this cool new toy to play in. Yep. Like that is really, really enjoyable for me. I'm so, there. so I am stoked to see where they continue with the Bad Batch. Um, but I think that's what I've got. Me too. For yeah. the week. I'm watching some wrestling tonight. I, like I said, I've been out of it for like two weeks, so I really don't even know what the fuck's going on. So I can't comment too much on it. Oh, but but it's wrestling, so I'm gonna fucking watch it. <laughs> Gonna hop right back in. It's just what happens, because you know now I can watch it on the um, on the peacock. That was that was fun. That was fun. <laughs> I love saying that. You can't tell me that it doesn't just roll. It just works. I don't know why they don't use that. If I was NBC, they need Afro Man. I would just call up Afro Man. It, you could call up the Peacock guy. I'm sure and just get no. him way cheaper than Afro Man. He can't be that busy nowadays. Yeah, no one knows who that guy is. That guy was yeah. just one of Afro Man's. Short term, Afro man couldn't tell you who that ago. was. Yeah, was, he was just a guy, man. I don't fucking know. He'd be like, I did all the voices. That's all me. Right, That's all me. I right, just, I dubbed it in. Now give me my role. That's right. That's right. Yeah. How dare you name it Peacock? <laughs> yeah, I got nothing else, man. Um, we didn't even take a break there. We kind of rolled right, right through. Yeah. Look at us. That's what happens when you take what three weeks off, whatever God, the fuck it was. That's crazy. Yeah. And then next week, uh, we need to figure out. So I'll I'll be out of town on Sunday, but maybe we'll, we'll maybe Monday. Out. Maybe we'll Monday we'll do a show. Yep. Yep. Cool. The, people, the people just have to wait. Oh, the, the, they've been doing so impatiently. They'll get, we'll get you to 100 eventually. We'll get you. That's right. All right, guys. Thank you. See ya.